Welcome to an inspiring message from Awaken City Church. For more information about us, visit awakencity.com.au. John chapter 15, verse 12, Jesus said, This is my commandment. Love each other in the same way I have loved you. There is no greater love than to lay down one's life for one's friends. You are my friends if you do what I command. I could get sidetracked so much in this moment because in the last few weeks as staff, we've been discussing this thought that the love of God is unconditional and that it's really been preached a lot and I've even talked about it. But the more and more we look at Scripture, I kind of ask the question, really, is the love of God so unconditional? I know it's unconditional towards me, but here it says that if I love Him, I'm going to do what He commands. Anyway, that's a side note. You can have that bit for free. You get it all for free, but that's extra free. It's like double free. Easter, Good Friday, often the Good Friday service is led in a way that's a little bit kind of down in mood and almost we've got to grieve again about the death of Jesus. And I personally don't like that because we live out of the revelation of what happened on Sunday. I love the song that we sing that Friday's disappointment becomes Sunday's empty tomb. But in this moment today, I I wanna talk to you about the fact that the Easter weekend, the Friday, the Saturday and the Sunday, really for us reveals life's ordeals. And I wanna suggest to you today that we, we all walk through a number of Fridays, Saturdays and Sundays. And as you walk through this with me today, with Jesus, you'll you'll learn that out of this, Jesus shows us how to walk through Friday, Saturday and Sunday. When life falls apart, when dreams die, when disappointment hits, when success happens, it's interesting to note that most people meet God on the way down, not on the way up. And for me personally, I'm always most mindful of those that have never had the down moment. They've only known success because it's rare for people to find Jesus on the way up. I was listening to a story from a guy who found Jesus on the way up. He was born into a great family. He, he went into a great school and university and just hit the mark when he got out and, st- and made lots of money and he found God on the way up. Interesting, don't you think? Found God on the way up. He says, I found God on the way up because I discovered after years and years of success and more money than I knew what to do with that it still wasn't enough and something was missing. I guess it's easy to find God on the way down because He becomes the one that takes your feet from the muck and the mire and puts them on a rock to stand. I guess it's easier that way. But He was saying, you know what? Regardless, I discovered there was something missing. And Jesus is our model of what to do. You and I will face these days throughout lives, our lives. We'll face Fridays of suffering and death. We'll face Saturdays of confusion and grief. But if we know how to hold on on Friday and Saturday, we'll also see Sundays of victory called resurrection. Fridays of suffering and pain when Jesus went to the cross Can I remind us that He didn't just go to the cross, but the Bible says that He was tempted in every way. He was tempted to quit. Let's not make the story something it's not. He was tempted to quit, but did not. And Jesus Jesus shows us what to do during suffering. And I know that 
amongst a group like this today, there are many people that are on the top of the mountain and in the place of success and you're just going, I don't know what you're talking about. And while there's others that you're going through a quiet suffering, wherever you're at today, I know that the cross and the message of Easter can help us live our lives in a way that will get us to a Sunday of victory. And so during suffering and pain, Jesus shows us what to do. Number one, do what Jesus did and that is reach out to friends. I find it interesting that Jesus reached out to His friends on the way to the cross. We find Him in the Garden of Gethsemane praying with His friends. They walked together, they prayed together until they could walk no more. By all means, reach out to friends during times of suffering, but you do need to realise that sooner or later, your friends won't be able to walk the full distance with you. Reach out to friends, but also reach out to God. Through His greatest suffering, Jesus prayed, I know you can do all things. Nevertheless, not my will, but your will be done. When He prayed, if this cup can pass before me, He was saying, you know what, God, I know you can do all things and I'm going through this suffering and this torment and this pain. I know you can cause this cup to pass before me, but nevertheless, not my will, but your will be done. On Fridays during suffering and pain, we reach out to friends and we reach out to God, but ultimately we have to rely on God to resurrect the dream. Hebrews chapter 2 and verse 18, from the Passion paraphrase, it says, He suffered and endured every test and temptation so that He can help us every time we pass through ordeals of life. I like that old time saying, when you're going through hell, keep going. Don't stop. And here it says that Jesus can help us every time we pass through ordeals of life. Think about what Jesus went through. Jesus shows us how to walk through the times of suffering and pain and confusion and grief. But you know what? The disciples also show us what not to do. All of the disciples deserted Him. Pain and humiliation surrounded Jesus. Isolation overcame Him. But then you get to Saturday and Saturday is the day of confusion and grief. The disciples just don't know what's going on. They are bewildered. Even though Jesus said this would happen and promised that He would return somehow during the confusion and the grief, the fact that death was sneering at the believers at that moment, the fact that it looked like it, it, death had won the war, evil had won, good had lost. Here are the disciples in the midst of confusion and grief. They deserted Jesus. They walked away from their own callings. Oh, I know you remember that one guy, John. He was there at the cross, right? He's the good guy in the Gospels. Is that right? John was there. But you know what? Still, the next day, he went off fishing with the others and walked away from his calling. The death of a dream. Maybe you're walking through the death of a dream right now. Maybe it's a career death, a relationship death, an emotional death, a physical death that you're walking through. Can I say to you during those moments, it's most important for us to hold on to the promises that Jesus gave us. Jesus is the resurrection and the life, not just of our spiritual and internal lives, but also of those dreams. In John chapter 16, he said, so will you also pass through a time of intense sorrow when I'm taken from you. 
but you will see me again. And then your hearts will burst with joy with no one being able to take it from you. What do you do during times of confusion or grief? You hold on to the promises of God. 7,000 promises in the Word of God for you and I. I guarantee you there's a promise that covers your situation. I guarantee you there's a promise that covers your dream. I guarantee you right now there's a promise that covers your test and your trial right now. You hold on to the promises of God and expect Jesus to show up. Many of us have insurance policies, right? And I don't know if you've had this experience, but I've had it a couple of times years ago where I've gone for a walk, parked my car, locked my car, walked away and come back to find the window bashed in and everything gone from the inside. And you know, when that happens, you can either freak out and get worried or do what I did the last time. I went, oh, well, that's why I have insurance. I knew what was covered in the policy. Can I tell you that those promises from God are like that insurance policy. They tell you what's covered in the policy. The reason we worry is because we don't know what's covered by the policy. And so today, can I say fear not, worry not, because it's covered in the policy, but it's no good for me to know that. You gotta know that. That's what the Word of God is for, to tell us what God has covered in this faith policy. God brings good out of bad. That's the story of Easter. It looks really bad on Good Friday. And it's always interested me how it's always been called Good Friday, but such bad things happen. It's because God knows how to bring good out of bad. Anyone can bring good out of good, but what impresses me most of all is that God is able to bring good out of bad. You might be in bad right now, but God can turn it around to good because He is the resurrection and life. Isaiah 43 and verse two, when you go through deep waters, I don't know what deep waters you're going through right now, but God says, I will be with you. When you go through rivers of difficulty, there could be some difficulty right now. God says, you will not drown. When you walk through the fire of oppression, you will not be burned up. The flames will not consume you. For I am the Lord, your God, the Holy One of Israel, your Saviour. If you hold on to the promises of God, you will make it through to Sunday. And Sunday is a day of victory. Can I remind you of the truth of the account outside of Christianity, outside of religious history and books, there are two events that have taken place in history that is recorded as provable events that took place. One, the first one being the Great Flood, that at one point the entire world was completely flooded by water, proven by history books time and time again. The second event was that this guy called Jesus, claiming to be the Son of God, died on a cross in Calvary as an act of salvation for humanity. Two most provable facts. When Jesus rose from the dead, I don't think we think about enough the fact that He didn't just rise from the dead, but He spent 40 days on earth meeting with people. There were eyewitnesses, eyewitness accounts meeting with His disciples before He ascended to heaven. At one point, He met with a crowd of 500. Imagine that happening today. It would be probably 500,000 that would meet because of the media and the social media stuff going on. But when He arose, 
He spent 40 days confirming the miraculous power of God. It is said that the church grew to over 100,000 strong in the months that followed from that. You've got to understand this today out of that entire journey of of Easter, that failure is not the opposite to success. It is part of success. You've got to understand today that the power of the cross for us as followers of Christ gives us a picture that we will go through Fridays of suffering and pain. We will experience Saturdays of confusion and grief. But if we'll hold on to the promises of God, if we'll trust Jesus to show up on our behalf, we will get to the Sunday of victory, which is resurrection power. And I don't know where there needs to be a resurrection in your world today. It could be a dream over a career, a relationship. It could be over a situation in your world. But if you'll hold on to the promises of God and remember the power of the cross. Love like this, this love, this kind of love that lays down its life for its friends. The fact that Jesus died for me while I was still a sinner changes everything. Remember the power of the cross. How do we do that? I'd encourage you to reach out to the presence of Jesus. I'm so glad that the Gospel is not just philosophy and theory but it's a person, Jesus Christ. And I would say to you right now, if you reach out, you'll begin to experience the presence of Jesus. His presence is heaven to me. Remember the promises of Jesus. The Bible says that He is the yes and amen to every one of the promises. Don't you think that's good? That, 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 the, that the yes to the promise of God is not really up to me, apart from believing in Him, but Jesus is the yes and amen to every one of the promises. And then finally, that we would rely on the power of Jesus. You know, it's not just the presence of Jesus or the promises of Jesus, but it is the power, the power of Jesus to show up and do what only He can do to bring a dream alive. I'd love to pray with you in this moment. Father, today, I thank You that You are able in this moment, to open our eyes to see what we've not seen before. God, we are so thankful for what Jesus did for us on the cross. Thank You that He redeemed us, set us free. Thank You that, God, You are here today, not just to bring us into heaven when we pass from this life, but, God, You are here to bring heaven into this life so that we can live in Victory. God, I'm praying right now for those that are walking through a Friday of pain and suffering, maybe finding themselves waking up in a Saturday of confusion and grief. God, I pray that they would hold on to the promises that You have given so that they could wake up in a Sunday of resurrection victory. In Jesus' Name. Thanks for listening to this message. We hope it has blessed you. If you would like to find out more about Awaken City Church, visit awakencity.com.au.